listening to Nightlight. Hey, it's great to be back with you for another Nightlight show. Welcome back on the program. A couple of artists who haven't been on my shows for many years. I didn't even know they were still producing new songs. That's Tom Walk and also Kirk Allen. We'll have a couple of songs from each of them. Plus, I have new material from Jeremy Spencer, Sam Halbert and Al Pratt. Just as I thought that the creative juices of some of my old musician friends were drying up, I've suddenly been hit with a flood of new material, which will take me quite a few shows to share all of it with you. We also have some fresh inspirations I'm going to read you from Uday Kumar, Tina Kapp and Chris Mizrani. So lots to look forward to over the next one hour. Switch off and switch on to Nightlight. And let's start with this from Tom Wall. Walking after midnight It's a long, lonely street Walking after midnight It's a long, lonely street Don't worry about me, baby Jesus will keep me company Sidewalk, moonbeams in my eyes, tripping down the sidewalk, moonbeams in my eyes. Somebody sees me, they probably think I'm hypnotized. Midnight by Tom Walk or Walk. I'm not sure it's spelled W-A-L-K. Great to have you back, Tom, on the show after many years. He used to use the name Jonathan Harper, I believe. Anyway, he wrote some great songs like Change the World and Did Charlie Make a Monkey Out of You that I played recently on Nightlight, but they were cover versions by other artists. But now, thanks, Tom, for getting in touch and sending about a dozen songs that you listeners can look forward to hearing on upcoming programs. In fact, we'll play at least one more before the end of this show. It's Nightlight. What a delight. And I was delighted recently to get back in touch with a very dear friend of mine after many years, Jeremy Spencer, even more delighted to discover that he's been very busy recording a wide variety of songs, some serious, many that are spiced with his wonderful sense of humor. I think we'll have to have a one-hour special with Jeremy just to share some of this wonderful new material. You'll be able to enjoy at least three of his songs on the show today, starting with a song which I'm sure I'll also use on one of our Nightlight current events shows. And come to think of it, it's high time we did another one of those because, gosh, things are getting crazier and crazier in the news. 
When I heard them blame the Spanish, then the Asians and the swine, I couldn't help but wonder if they've been handing us a line. This latest scare must be the most bizarre I've ever heard. They've taken a killer flu bugaboo and they're blaming it on the birds. Now who's behind the news? Yeah, who's behind the news? Is it the Russians or the terrorists? The U.S. or the Euro? You, I got the who's behind the news blues. Will I look for facts and figures, names and faces, time and place? But all I get is doctors saying science speculates. Now we know such flimsy evidence in any official report wouldn't amount to a hill of beans in any judicial court. Oh, who's behind the news? Is that a question? Who's behind the news? Who's looking to find the next in line to be blaming for the flues? I got the who's behind the news blues. We point our fingers and laugh at generations in history who swallowed whales of old wives' tales and foolish fallacy. But one of these days we'll look back and say as we hold our sides with mirth that modern man was the biggest dupe that ever walked this earth. And who's behind the news? We won't be wondering then. Who's behind the news? We'll have cottoned on to who it was all along who was cooking up this ruse. And bye-bye, who's behind the news blues? Tell us about it, boy. song you may come along and be accusing me of believing in some kind of hidden global conspiracy but it seems to me that the problem is we trust too implicitly in the gospel according to CNN and to people hey 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 listen you better shut up buddy or we'll slap your name on our next pandemic nightlight keeping you in tune with the times Okay, well, let's stay with the news as I read you this first inspiration on today's program. The title of this one caught my interest, and I've been looking forward to reading it to you. It's written by Chris Misrani, and its title is called Shooting at Storms. Recently, I've been feeling more and more like the world is spinning out of control that war, famine, questionable genetic research, abortion, environmental destruction, and a general disregard for the faith of our fathers are engulfing us all in a maelstrom of darkness. Whether I read the news on my phone, see clips on the TV, get a video or link on social media, or hear of new atrocities through a friend, is just about too much to bear. I desperately want to change things. In fact, I'd like to change almost everything. I believe that each of us has a God-given desire to make a difference. The timeless question, why am I here, attests to that. We want to make an impact, be remembered, or at the very least live a free and happy life. More and more such goals seem to be out of reach. Our children are not as safe as in times past. Around the world, economies are tumbling. The venerated rich and famous set trends and are unquestionably followed, while voices raised in defense of truth are shouted down or ignored. So how can one change a society set on values so completely opposite to our faith? How can followers of Christ, often mocked, slandered, and discriminated against, change the inclinations of mankind on this earth. Simply put, I think we can't, and we're not meant to. Let me clarify. We can't change everything or the direction society is heading. 
Since creation, God has given us his input, and man, sadly, has largely disregarded it. From the first loss of innocence in Eden to the lust after knowledge today, from the murder of Abel to the senseless violence and killing going on now, from Jonah walking away from God to mankind turning away from biblical guidance, this world is broken. And much as we'd like to, we can't fix it. As Hurricane Irma approached Florida, some people incited by a foolish post online reportedly prepared to shoot their guns at the storm to supposedly turn it around. Incredibly silly, not to mention impossible, right? I feel that's how the situation is increasingly becoming as we move ever closer to the final end time stretch. We simply cannot expect to turn around all humankind, reversing every evil action, law, trend, etc. The storm has long been foretold, and it's drawing ever nearer. So then, do we give up and resign ourselves to being swallowed by the whirling darkness? Not at all. Though shooting at a storm is pointless, preparing for the storm by such things as barricading your home or evacuating with loved ones is possible and to be advised. As followers of Jesus, it's our mission to rescue as many as we can from the coming storm. We need to present salvation and give what we ourselves have been given, a knowledge of God's word. Thus, not only we, but many others can be saved. The Bible says that God is not willing that any should perish, and it's our responsibility to make sure we've done our part to save those who are lost. No one can change everything, but everyone can change something. So, whatever God has shown you is your something. Give it everything you've got. It's never completely dark when you're listening to Nightlight. First song now from another old-timer. This is Kirk Allen. He actually sent me some songs quite some time ago, which I never received because of some kind of miscommunication. But thank the Lord, we're back in touch. He sent me two songs. This one is called This Time. Kirk says that he wrote the song as a broken soul after being seriously ill for more than a few years, while the doctors never found out the cause until they found a little note that he'd written as a record for the doctors to know that he'd had polio when he was a child. And then he began to receive the correct treatment. And Kirk was just so thankful that the Lord restored his health, gave him another chance at life, that he wrote this song to encourage older folk still hanging in there and a reminder to the young just how precious and important their life is. This time There's gonna be little left of me I'm giving up everything I see This time I'll let it be I'm giving it up into his hands I'm looking to heaven as my land This time I'll understand This
This time, that's Kirk Allen. Thanks, Kirk, for sending that in. And we'll close off today's show with the other song that you sent. With music to calm and soothe your soul, you're listening to Nightlight. And yes, you're listening to Nightlight. I've subtitled this show, They Play On, because just as I thought the flow of new songs was drying up, I've been hit with a flood of new material. I tell you, it's really hard to choose which of the many songs to play you on the program today. But here's a new one from Singing Sam, Sam Halbert. It's called The Light. Shines 
darkest night The mystery is all revealed When bathed in brilliant light When I look on things of beauty It puts my mind at ease And with just a ray of sunshine In my soul the shadows One of my favorite inspirational writers is Uday Kumar, who lives in Bangalore, India. He was on the show some months back sharing his testimony how later on in life he discovered his gift for writing and how the Lord has helped him to develop and use that gift. That's Nightlight Show 157 if you want to go back and listen to it. Well, I encouraged him then to send us his new inspirational pieces so I can share them with you on Nightlight, which he did. And here's the first one. It's called A Sure Foundation. I was thinking about the Great Depression of 1929 and how the collapse of the American stock market toppled the world's financial and economic systems one after the other. Businesses, industries, banks, and eventually the stock markets everywhere failed. Many lost their jobs and millions were unemployed, causing widespread civil unrest. Since then, there have been many economic depressions, or recessions as they're called nowadays, causing a lot of financial turmoil. Major corporations frequently lay off employees, even those who've worked faithfully for these companies for years and have staked their livelihood and future on them. Many economic experts warn of another major recession on the horizon which could plunge the world into financial chaos. So how can we have real financial security? It seems that the world's economic structure is unstable and like a house of cards. The answer is true faith and trust in God as our source of supply. There's many instances in the Bible of God's miraculous supply and provision for his people. When he brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt, he led them through a wilderness en route to the promised land. God provided food and drink for them. When they were hungry, he rained bread from heaven for them, called manna, which they ate for 40 years. When they were thirsty, he brought water out of a rock in the arid desert. Their clothes and footwear were not worn out, even after such a long sojourn in the wilderness. Another instance was in the time of the prophet Elijah, when the land of Israel suffered a drought for three and a half years. Elijah was directed by God to live by a brook and drink of its waters. God even sent ravens to bring food for him. When the waters of the brook eventually dried up because of the severe drought, Elijah was told to move to the town of Zarephath. God had commanded a widow in Zarephath to feed Elijah. When the widow was faithful in obeying God and his word, he blessed her by making sure that her supply of food would not run out during the famine. When Jesus and his disciples and the crowds who followed them were in the wilderness area, it was getting late and they did not have anything to eat. The disciples then made the logical suggestion of sending the crowds to nearby villages to get some food. Jesus, however, asked them to bring forth the only food they had, five loaves of bread and two fish. He then looked up to heaven, said a blessing, broke the loaves and gave them to the people. 5,000 people had enough to eat and there were 12 baskets of food still left. Faith in God and a thankful spirit, as well as a willingness to cheerfully share what we have with God and others, is our best source of financial security. The world's financial supply may run dry, as the brook did in Elijah's time, but God can still care and provide for his children. 
As the Bible says, let us not trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who richly gives us all things to enjoy. Let us be generous, rich in good deeds, and willing to share so that we can lay a sure foundation for the difficult economic times to come. Bringing you peace in the midst of the storm. You're listening to Nightlight. Here's the second song from Jeremy Spencer in which the Lord asks, What am I worth to you? What am I worth to you? What do I mean here on earth to you? What am I worth to you? This world is passing And the fashion thereof What is your passion? Who do you love? I hold out my hand And I give you a choice Between the world and its noise And my gentle voice What am I worth to you? What do I mean here on earth to you? What am I worth to you? More than your dreams, ambition and Programs and plans The works of your hands What am I worth to you? What do I mean here on earth to you? What am I worth to you? What am I And if you want to drop us a line at Nightlight, our email address is nightlightshows at gmail.com. Facebook page, Nightlight Shows. You'll also find all 170 Nightlight Shows at soundcloud.com backslash nightlightshows. Walking down the street 
sunny afternoon Rhythm in my feet a Whistling up a tune I can hear birds singing Nothing but blue skies on my way God is just saying Have a good day Ocean rushing in Cool breeze in my hair Summertime begins Love is in the air And I can see seagulls flying I feel just like a child at play God is just saying Have a good day It's a wonderful feeling I just know when he cares It's a wonderful feeling Just know when he's there As I said earlier, Tom's just sent me a bunch of terrific songs that I look forward to sharing with you on upcoming Nightlight shows. Nightlight. You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. Well, the third and final inspiration on today's show is from Tina Kapp. She worked with us for many years here in Uganda, and it's her voice that you hear on many of our jingles and teasers. Nightlight. And that's Tina among her many talents, she's a wonderful inspirational writer, and I'm going to read one of her pieces right now called It's About Time. Imagine if you could go back in time and relive any moment in your life. What decisions would you make differently? What specific moments would you enjoy again? With whom would you spend more time? I recently watched a movie called About Time, where the men of a certain family had the ability to go back in time to correct mistakes or replay moments in their lives. I'm sure at times all of us wish we could have this ability. We could right any wrongs, change unwise decisions, or take our proverbial foot out of our mouth when we'd said or done something awkward. We could also learn more about interesting people and topics and have multiple tries to find out what works and what doesn't. Unfortunately, we only get one chance to live through each day, and sometimes we forget how priceless each day is. We allow the daily problems and stress to crowd out the wonderful blessings we have, friendships, family, experiences, and the fact that we're creating memories we can keep forever. Often, what we value is a matter of perspective. Lake Victoria in Uganda is a big, beautiful freshwater lake that flows into the Nile River. My family, friends and I have gone swimming, boating, jet skiing there. Since water in Uganda is abundant, the soil is very rich and fruit and vegetables grow wild. Some friends of ours were from Libya, where petrol costs less than water. They said that if you drove a scooter in Libya, you could fill up for free as payment for such a small amount of petrol wasn't even worth the paper and ink for the receipt. However, a supply of fresh water like Lake Victoria astounded them. To them, water was worth far more than petrol. 
They wondered why Uganda wasn't a richer country with massive agricultural exports in place. The fact is, Ugandans have all they need and aren't all that motivated to find ways to grow even more for exportation. They don't even need a stock of food for the long winter as they enjoy summer weather all year round. We often don't appreciate something when it's always available or when we have an abundance of it. For many of us, things like electricity or running water can be so common that it's hard to imagine spending even a few hours without it, much less longer. This reflection made me think about time. It's something you don't really appreciate until you don't have any. It's when work or life crowd our schedule, or when sickness or accidents threaten to take our life away completely, that we finally pay attention to how precious our time here is. In About Time, the father advises his son to live every day twice. He suggests that he lives it the first time with all the tension and worries that stop him from noticing how sweet the world could be. And the second time, taking time to stop and notice, to love the people around him and enjoy all the beautiful things. Of course, we don't have the luxury of traveling back in time, but we can live each day the first time around as if we'd chosen to come back and make note of all the wonderful things in it. I don't know who originally came up with the following analogy, but it's a great reminder of how valuable our time on Earth is. Suppose your bank account was credited with $86,400 every day, but with the catch that you couldn't save any of this money. Every evening, the bank would cancel whatever part of that amount you'd failed to use during the day. The fact of the matter is that every morning, we're credited with 86,400 seconds, or 1,440 minutes, or 24 hours. Every night, the bank of time writes off as lost whatever time you failed to invest. It carries no balances. It allows no overdrafts. Each day, the bank of time opens a new account with you. And each night, it burns up the records of the day. If you fail to use today's deposit, you must take the loss. You might think, I'll take 86,400 in currency rather than in seconds, please. But how valuable do you think that money would be if you got no time to spend it? Jesus told a short story about a rich fool who stored up all his wealth in barns. And when they couldn't hold any more, he decided to build bigger barns to keep it all for himself. It so happened that he died that very night and realized he couldn't take anything with him. As Mother Teresa said, Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We've only got today, so let's begin. Dad and Mom might like this song Remind them of the music when they were young Jazzed up a little and mixed with rock and roll The Roaring Twenties came just before The Big Depression and the Second World War Oh, what a different world when I was born About the time I became aware of things People started wearing beards and beads Trying to turn the clock any way it would go We didn't care, and we didn't know Just knew there was something in the air Something to do somehow, somewhere Trying to get an appointment with Father Time Father Time, Father Time Father to your father and mine Further back or further ahead You got the key to Big Ben's hands Yesterday, yesterday When you were tomorrow it was today But it wasn't for me Now I think I see 
Somehow I lived through all that Settled down and became a family man As the kids grew up The years just seemed to fly Now my hair's getting gray And I'm getting fat How'd I ever get to look like that When I'm still the same Teenager inside About old father time just sneaks up on you in the blink of an eye. Must be what Einstein had in mind. Slow motion, fast forward, play and rewind. All seem to happen at the same time. Time everywhere I look, nothing but time. Trying to find time for father time. It's your time. and closing in on a lot of us old-timers. But by God's grace, we're still going strong. I think you'll agree after listening to the songs on today's show, these guys are producing some of their best material, I think. And that includes Keith Yoakum, who's writing some great new songs. We need to pray you can hook up with a studio to record them. But in the meantime, if you search for Keith Yoakum on YouTube, you can watch him sing many of his songs just acoustically, sitting on his bed in his room, and just singing them to his smartphone or whatever it is. But, hey, Keith, it would be really nice to get a studio version of those new songs. Let's pray that the Lord can work that out. Actually, Keith usually records his songs with Al Pratt, and they've done some great work together. Here's one from Al now, all about unconditional love. to the people who gave me life and then showed me how to live it and taught me that you measure love by how freely you can live it and the gift I give to you Is the lesson that I learned That when love is true It asks nothing in return Unconditional love That they gave to me It wasn't mine to keep And I knew someday I'd hand it down to you And hope that I can be The one who 
series in which I've been choosing a selection of songs from just one artist. We've already featured Sam Halbert, Jerry Palladino, maybe Al Pratt can be next. In fact, if you have a favorite artist or artists that you've heard on Nightlight and you'd like to be able to enjoy a full hour of their songs, actually for some artists, some may do half an hour on one artist and then half an hour on another if they don't have so much material to fill out a full hour. I'll see. But anyway, please do write. Let me know your request. Our email, nightlightshows at gmail.com. We do have time for one more inspiration. And here's another one from Uday Kumar. This one titled, Bearing Much Fruit. I was standing in the line waiting to purchase a ticket to board a suburban train in Mumbai, India. The harried young clerk worked hard at his job at the ticket counter. After I purchased my ticket, as an afterthought, I gave him an inspirational tract which I always carry with me. When I left the counter, I was called back by the others in the line who said that the clerk had summoned me. I went back to the counter thinking that I'd probably forgotten to take back my change. To my surprise, the young man put his hand through the counter and thanked me for giving him the message. When he saw that it was a message about Jesus, he was so happy and wanted to thank me. Incidents like this show how people everywhere are always looking for some ray of hope to brighten their lives. As the world gets darker with each passing day, the void in people's hearts are also increasing. What is amazing, however, is that God can use ordinary people like you and me to fill that void in their hearts. Of course, it's only the love of God that actually fills that void. But God can use us as his instruments to give them that love. The Bible says, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. We do not have to be professional preachers or missionaries to be the bearers of this good news. All we need is a willing heart and making ourselves available for God to use us to show his love to the people he brings across our paths. Being a disciple of Jesus, whether in the past or in the modern world, has always entailed a simple choice, that of following the master. It's not that God chooses and sets apart special people to be his disciples. As seen in the Bible and in Christian history, God has called people from every walk of life to be his followers. He has chosen fishermen, tax collectors, tanners, cobblers, lawyers, wealthy and influential men and women, and many others. And what many of these people did 
was to respond and choose to follow the call of God in their lives. They knew in their hearts that what God had to offer, the riches of his spirit and his word, was much greater than anything that the world had to offer. When they chose to forsake their own or others' plans for their lives and chose to follow God's plan instead, he blessed them abundantly and repaid them many times over for everything that they had forsaken. Another trait that has marked many disciples of Jesus has been their sensitivity and obedience to the leading of God's Spirit in their lives. Many of the great works of God were not the result of careful reasoning, planning, and execution by his followers, but the result of simple acts of obedience. Jesus, after his resurrection, commanded his disciples not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father. So the disciples obeyed and waited, and very soon on the day of Pentecost, they received the Holy Spirit, which God had promised them. Peter and John heeded the check of the Holy Spirit and healed a lame man who sat at the gate of the Jewish temple in Jerusalem. Though this got them into trouble with the religious authorities, it led to 5,000 people finding Jesus. Philip was used by the Lord to bring many people to him in the city of Samaria. Many amazing miracles were performed. However, Philip was suddenly asked to leave these exciting happenings and take a desert road which went down from Jerusalem to Gaza. As he traveled this rugged road for a few days, he met an important Ethiopian official who he witnessed to. This man not only received Jesus, but became an enthusiastic proclaimer of the good news in his own country, which resulted in many more finding the Lord. These examples show that faith and obedience is all that's needed to be a follower of Jesus Christ. As the old hymn goes, trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. And as we take these simple steps of faith and obedience, we'll not only be happy, but we'll also bear much fruit, many more who will come to know the love of God through Jesus. Well, I promised you one more song from Kirk Allen, and here it is, and it's called God Bless You. He says, this song is a love song to all my loved ones and brothers and sisters in the Lord.
you, God hover above you, God keep you each step of the day. God speed you, God heed you, send angels to lead you, God rest on your heart like a dove. Closer to God. You're listening to Nightlight. Well, that brings us pretty much to the end of this edition of Nightlight. Hope you enjoyed it. Plenty more to come from our end. The streams of inspiration are still flowing strong. Nightlight shows at Gmail is our email address. Also, be sure to check out all 170 Nightlight shows on SoundCloud.com. Search for Nightlight shows. Well, we do actually have time for one more song. Let's go out with this tongue-in-cheek song from Jeremy Spencer. When I first heard this song the other day, I was thinking, what? You're being serious? Well, you need to listen all the way through to the end. Now, ain't that the prettiest thing you ever seen? Said a friend about a cutie in a magazine. I shrugged and I told him at my age, brother, it's in one eye and out the other. Been there, done that, like water off a duck's back. You'll never hear me whistle or cat call, cause once you've seen one, you've seen them all. Was out one day with a lady friend sweet She said, did you see that beauty walking down the street? I shook my head and said, nope, I must have missed her It happens all the time at my age, sister Been there, done that Like a water off a duck's back You won't hear me whistle or cat call Cause once you've seen one, you've seen them all Once you've seen one, you've seen them all no longer any reason to eyeball You have to excuse me, I don't mean to be rude But I've seen enough feminine pulchritude Another friend took me to a strip show with a bevy of women all standing in a row. I have to admit, as each one trotted on, I was looking at my watch, stifling a yawn. Ho hum, what's new? It's the humdrum, same old view. Skinny or shapely, short or tall. Once you seen one, you've seen them all. Once you seen one, you seen them all no longer any reason to eyeball you have to excuse me i don't mean to be rude but i've seen enough feminine poker dude been there done that it's like water off a duck's back you'll never hear me whistle or cat call because once you've seen one hey wait do you sometimes get the feeling that no one believes you. 